Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, Me and Dave know that we often joke about suicide and death, and we just want you to know that we don't really take it lightly. We're actually very concerned about you if you have uh, suicidal thoughts or any sort of suicidal ideation going on in your mind right now, that you would take the time, put down the podcast, and call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They can get you the resources to help you, and Dave and I really want you to stay with us. So we're happy that you're with us, and check them out. Thank you. You know just Hampton's helpful hints. These are some helpful hints from Hampton to keep you from killing yourself. Yes. <laughs> are we going to hear the helpful hints? I wasn't sure if you were trying to interrupt or come up with. No, that's what you do. Dave's corner. <laughs> Dave's yeah. This is Dave's corner. <laughs> oh wait, but we're doing Hampton's helpful hints. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I see what happened here. You had like a whole thing worked out in your head that was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't fulfill my role. Well, I'm sorry. I guess we'll make some room for Dave's corner. <laughs> my corner, which doesn't camp. even have any helpfulness <laughs> or hints in it. It's just my corner where I'm like, hey, everybody, I'm fucking Dave, and I, Dave is who I am. All right, so you're depressed. Here's a helpful hint. Mm-hmm. Uh, drink some water. Get up in the morning, drink some water. Pound the water. <laughs> All right, well, that's been Hampton's helpful <laughs> hints for the week. Um, make sure to drink to water, and that way you'll never kill yourself. <laughs> I did it. I solved the suicide epidemic inside of America. It was mostly about hydration. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. I'm Hampton Yunt. <laughs> and you're listening to Suicide Buddies. <laughs> I'm at Dave to the Ross on Twitter. I'm He's ha- at Hampton Yunt. Uh, boom, it's dude. a mental health uh, comedy podcast about suicide. Here's the thing. I can't understand. How can you shit on hydrating yourself, Dave? Like, you literally are taking the most polar opposite opinion uh-huh. on something that's so basic. Oh, drinking it's basic water, now? Yes, drinking water makes you feel better. Um. No, yeah, totally. That's a helpful hint. I. Yeah, no, sure. It's also, you know, not enough of a hint. Well, it's just a hint. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's not like the full thing. It's just like a little bit of a, hey, guess what? Well, I think it's like a little piece of uh, it. Okay. Well, Hampton, I'm sorry I shot down your helpful hint. Um, I didn't mean to do that. I would never do that to you. (laughs) You're my friend. And yeah, no, actually, you know, the more I think about it, the more that. I really shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, this is why it's now become Dave's corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is where Dave Dave's has apology corner. A little bit of self-reflective. <laughs> yeah. Time. At the beginning of every episode yeah. of Suicide Buddies now, Hampton gives you a hint that's not enough it's and then I apologize hint. for way too much. Well, I I never claim for it to be enough. It's a hint. Yeah. It's like a whisper of a of a dream. I do like how much this hurt your feelings though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is funny Dave it, look it, on our suicide podcast I said to drink water 
And then you made fun of me, and I honestly, uh, <laughs> I just don't know how you could possibly well, when you <laughs> ever bring yourself. Dave, when, <laughs> when you combine all the hints together. Okay, what's another hint? Do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think, I think you might understand now why I made fun of your hints. <laughs> I think these are great. Yeah, they're good. Okay, what's another hint? Put the cigarettes down, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Well, these are all actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, see, I've got a million of them. I could judge people all day if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, they're ju- these are judgments. No, I didn't realize Dave, they were judgments. Dave, these are helpful hints. Okay. <laughs> What's another one? Take when off I, your dumb, ugly shirt, you when fucking... I, when I tell my girlfriend to stop eating pasta all day, that's a helpful hint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hinting at being helpful someday. <laughs> What's funny is that you are finally doing exactly what I would think someone named Hampton would do. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, man. No, it's like a Hampton. That's what I would think Glenn oh, yeah. Beck's name would be. You know what I mean? You're doing exactly what I think a Dave guy would do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got him. Got, Got him. him. Yeah, took him down. Yeah, I'm, we both have a lot of uh, man, feelings about our names. I'm getting dragged right now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm back on Twitter. I started, Welcome to uh, RuPaul's I started Drag owning, Race. I started owning the president online. Oh, yeah. He got straight up pwned, dude. I fucking pwned him. He pwned. Do you think it was wrong for the founding fathers to pwn slaves? <laughs> <laughs> on Fortnite? Do you think that was wrong? <laughs> I can't. I can't handle it. <laughs> hey, listen. These are helpful hints. A part of me did want to do something almost like I just feel like some like I listened to the last episode and I thought it was really great. I love that you listen to our podcast. Every now and then I'm like, are we off the rails? Uh-huh. Like there has to be some sort of quality control on this. Uh-huh. And so yeah, I listen- What would that quality control possibly be? Can't just You listen and you're like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> I listen and I'm like, "Another great riff, Damn, Nice, dude. <laughs> Another great riff. I wish I could mute this Dave guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I pressed that, the mute, Dave. Button. That's the quality control. I just this whole time I don't know that Aristotle hasn't turned my mic on. Well, it just it, it really hit me. I'm like, I know we're going into like suicide awareness month, and like the last episode was completely bananas. Oh, dude, it was really bananas. So now I want to give helpful hints. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's true. I guess we did go off the rails last episode, and we didn't really we didn't really help last episode. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about like rap for a while, yeah, and we rap. got we got mad about Louis C.K. I like episodes that we have every now and then where it's it's just us getting to have fun and yeah, it's of those other episodes that are no fun dude, at this all. Fucking shitty. I'm sick of this we fucking do. podcast, dude. <laughs> Sometimes I do an episode. It feels like I haven't drank any water or done any push-ups. Yeah, man. Honestly, right now it feels like I haven't been happy in decades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're listening to our mental health comedy podcast As Hampton said before We talk about suicide We've both been depressed We've both wanted to die a bunch And now we laugh about it <laughs> Truly, that's what the show is I still feel a way about it A way? I'm, I'm not always laughing Feel a way, feel a way, feel a way I feel a way I don't know what this is <laughs> This is our podcast in which that's what we do every week. What are you talking about? You don't know what this is. Oh, every week we sing some song. I it's love, like puns. I love Enya, unabashedly. I feel think they're away, great. Feel away, feel away. 
Yeah, dude. Dude, that's good. That's Gaelic rock. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's what I call gay. (laughs) Finish it. That was it, man. No. That was all those albums I bought. (laughs) 99? Is that what I was supposed to finish it? Put a number? Six. Six Number six. (laughs) Number 69. Y'all are 69. If you were trying to give me a blowjob help in life, (laughs) what would you recommend? For uh, you? Yeah, for me. Man. Be as blunt as you want. First of all, I straight up have a list. God (laughs) damn it. (laughs) This is what I get. (laughs) Aristotle and I have a list that we share on. Go to Dave's Corner. Yeah. Get them out. I'm sorry, I have a list. If I wanted to help you with your depression? Yeah, consult your Schindler's List. I think that you should drink more milk. God damn it, that's not going to do anything. I don't know, man. Have you drank milk recently? No. It's got a lot of water in it. What? (laughs) (laughs) Milk is mostly water. It's like the human body. Oh, no. You should drink a person. See, that's the thing. Did you know that a person is 70% water? So if you eat one person a day, Mm -hmm. then you're getting all the water that you need. Yeah, okay. So (laughs) a person is 75% water. We use 15% of our brains. Uh Uh-huh. So what's left? 10%? And... um, Yeah, 10%. And what's in there? Money. Just fucking and money. It's money, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. See, this is why Bitcoin's so fucked up, because it doesn't follow this system. Uh, man, I really missed the boat on Bitcoin. That's right. Yeah, the human body is 70%, 75% water, 15% brain, and 10% money. <laughs> and hey, if there's someone out there that wants to draw that, boy, would we love you. <laughs> I hate you. No. No, that's bad. I don't like that at all. Um, yeah, you. this is our um, Suicide Prevention Week episode. It's coming out uh, the 13th. What? The 13th. The scary day. Thursday the 13th. That yeah. spinoff series featuring Ernest and Weird Al. But we're recording on September 10th, 2018, which is National Suicide Prevention Day. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm doing day. it. Yeah, yeah. You're a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit of a rebel, so I'm going to fucking kill myself what on Suicide Day. What are you rebelling day. against, Johnny? <laughs> He's like putting a I noose on himself. Yeah, what do you got? I don't got? like this whole National Suicide <laughs> Prevention Day thing. Um, and tomorrow is, of course, 9-11. Yeah, if you kill yourself on this day, you're a dick. Yeah, dude. You're you should do it on 9-11. <laughs> You're disrespecting do our troops. Yeah. The fire. <laughs> the, the fire that happened on 9-11. Um, you know what you need to do? Respect the troops as long as they're overseas. The minute they come home, cut all their funding. <laughs> yeah. Do not give them accessible health care. <laughs> Or housing if they're yeah. homeless. If they're overseas, you fucking support them. You salute. You levitate. You get an erection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do everything that they could possibly need. But when they get home, make sure that you continue the culture you've built <laughs> of suppressing mental health so they're able to kill. Continue that throughout them having left the military so they have no access to any of the resources one needs who has post-traumatic stress disorder that is induced by being in the military, which you have asked them to do and underpaid them for. (laughs) 
Hey, yeah. But college. <laughs> college. College money, dude. You yeah. go to college. Um, you know, because college mm. is great, and that definitely guarantees you a job in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know it's National Suicide Prevention Day today. We're recording in it. it's National Suicide Prevention Week, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like help bring awareness. You Drink know? more water, Jesus. <laughs> help bring awareness to this topic that we talk about every week. That's so dear to our hearts and so terrifying, but also makes us laugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh no. How are you, Hampton? Have you killed yourself yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're always so blunt with it whenever you ask somebody on the podcast. Well, because like, have you, you ever thought about killing yourself, dude? I know the the big one was with so, uh, was with Missy Martinez, so blunt. and I felt so bad about that because the reason I did that was that we were telling a bunch of dark jokes, and mm-hmm. so I thought it would be a fun, yeah, yeah. S- stark segue. Well, it was, yeah. <laughs> I, aw. I'm going to go sit in Dave's corner. Drink more piss. I'm going to go drink piss. <laughs> I'm going to go drink piss and do some shit up. Piss is mostly water. <laughs> drink piss and do shit ups. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, I think man. why I wanted to do I that. I think why I wanted. Either is, <laughs> yeah, you got me. I did. He <laughs> laughed. as hard as I'm that. a bully. <laughs> what? Just, just be like, drink more water. Like, I do feel like um, something that always helped me get out of um, bad spirals was just building up any sort of normalcy and any sort of routine. Totally, man. Uh, yeah, it, no, it's yeah. not bad advice. I mean, I, the reason, it's like little shit. Uh, the reason I I made the joke I made is because the the. The idea of a show where, like, every episode, every week, they give you a piece of advice, <laughs> and then you have to, like, wait a week, and then all you got that week was drink water, and you, like, have a gun in your mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, it's a super soaker. Yeah. That's how you're getting uh, the water. Whoa! Yeah, you look down, and it's, like, right, the coolest not, super my soaker. My not killing yourself, use a super soaker. <laughs> actually, that's actually super good advice. <laughs> Super soaking good advice. <laughs> super soaking good advice. <laughs> uh, this is such a super soaker. I can't right believe now. how many lives I've saved. <laughs> this too. episode alone. Yeah, you know, with you my simple their lives, drink water philosophy. But you got them real wet. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's actually I. As far as um, pulling yourself out of a depression, truly, well, because one of the one of the things that happens in depression is that you you're like less motivated to do things. Nothing seems worth it. Mm-hmm. So you don't drink water. You probably drink more coffee, smoke more cigarettes. Um, you don't work out. You don't have the energy to do that. You're not eating very healthy because you're like, fuck it. And also a lot of people, something, this is something that I do. I like, um, I know that eating something that I think really tastes good will make me feel good for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I eat really fried foods, really salty foods, ice cream, shit like that. Yeah. And that all builds up. So, no, yeah, you're right, man. I totally agree. And instead, uh, you should have been having water. Yeah. You know, instead of having fried a water, you should have had like an ice burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like frozen water. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I'm, saying it's, I'm saying it's impossible <laughs> and you should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> what you should do is you should just get a Big Mac and then put it in water. <laughs> Like Kobayashi, how he eats hot dogs. Yeah, super quick. 
Totally. Just um, make sure the Big Mac is in the water for at least a week, and then and then you can eat the Big Mac. Something I am really <laughs> happy with is like after I went through like a big amount of weight loss, like mm-hmm. now. I do not desire um, like sweet stuff anymore. Oh, that's I great! I still love like savory and burgers and shit like that, but like ice cream is just like not interesting to me anymore. Huh. Yeah, Skittles. Like I used to just eat candy all the time. Interesting. Yeah, I guess me too. I've been eating way better, mm-hmm. and I've also been losing. I've actually been doing all the things you just said because I was. Well, we've talked about it on the show. I was in a really bad depression, and I. And I noticed a lot of things being a problem. And another one of them was routine. I think routine is a big thing. If you can make yourself get up, eat, shower, like already you're doing yeah, like so much better. It should be done by this time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So I've been trying, and it's a lot. I keep uh, failing at it and having to get back on the routine. But I've been trying to get myself in a routine of like get up, make food, go work out, shower, start working. Uh, Where do you fit in J and O? Um, OJ and your J. Oh, dude, no, no, don't, you don't do that. Don't, no, 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 no. I do. Uh, <laughs> I. It's how I segue from everything to the next. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to work out if I don't. Well, gotta go to the gym. Better bust it. No, yeah, right. totally. Oh God, now I'm done with the gym. I gotta go to work. I better bust. <laughs> gotta bust if you want to thrust. <laughs> My dad, I don't even know my what dad that is. For the longest w- time, was saying you got a jo if you don't want to be OJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Your dad would say that. I'd say that. Oh, okay. And I guess it's I, still as funny if you say it. But I thought your dad would say that to you. My dad has never said anything <laughs> that clever in his entire life. <laughs> wow, you got a jo if you don't want to be OJ. It's incredible. That's incredible, Hampton. Yeah. Thanks. Actually, that's so good. I'm I'm gonna put my mic down for five minutes. Thanks. I'm gonna have some water. <laughs> Mind if I um, take a shower and I'm just back. have my mouth open? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I want shower water. <laughs> hey, do you guys want a glass of water? Shout from the shower, though. <laughs> um, what was I saying though about that? Yeah. So I've been losing weight, and I a few things have happened. Weight. I've uh, there it is. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, yeah, I haven't wanted sweet stuff as much either. Also, the big thing for me losing weight was just not eating after dinner. Mm. But what does happen to me is I think, I, I don't know, I'm missing some like salt in my diet or something because hmm. once every like four or five days, I just like really want some fucking chips. Like, really? so, like so bad. Yeah. And I'll just go do that. That's about right though. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, even if you're losing weight, you can have those days where you just like have like a pig out day or totally. whatever sort of thing. But because you don't want to lose your mind, the thing is, you yeah, you just shouldn't be eating those chips every day, every single day, <laughs> yeah. all the time. That's yeah. kind of thing. You're like, well, my thing is, I eat chips while every you day. jo. Yeah, while you jo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys even watch the jo trial? <laughs> <laughs> the people versus jo Simpson. <laughs> Jerkoff Simpson. Oh man, oh, yeah. Jerkoff Simpson was great at football. That's my favorite Simpsons character. Hell yeah, dude. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dave, I'm bored. I want to learn about suicide. <laughs> <laughs> me too. The thing that always gets me out of boredom is <laughs> thinking about someone who killed themselves. <laughs> it's never tragic and painful, and never leaves me questioning why I do anything. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking about William Arthur Gibbs, who committed suicide in 1877. 
Whoa, okay. Yeah. I could give you more, but I'm not going to. Okay. We could talk about that after this. During the break, uh, Aristotle out of nowhere <laughs> with the with the fucking genius home Hail run. Mary, fucking <laughs> dude. You just said, I don't know, what was it? Lip, live free or lip tard? Lip tard. Lip tard or die free. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that it? I don't think that was it. Um, I don't know. I'm writing it down with an AR-15 that I've dipped in ink. Oh, dude. I'm I've, writing it down on a scroll. We need to talk about how I was just in Boise. Yeah, uh, Boise. No. Um, yeah, you, you texted me. There was some fucking AR-15. Wait, we. I do want to talk about that, but I also want to talk a little more about Aristotle's ingenious. It was good, dude. It Was it libtard or... The like, next lib, uh, sorry, the new, next diehard should be called. It was. It was. Lip-tard. We're almost there. What was? Damn it! Because it wasn't libtard or die free. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was like <laughs> libtard with a vengeance. <laughs> li- live, live, fr- live free or libtard? Shit! It's in there. You know what's funny? <laughs> we are libtarded. <laughs> Oh yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. Remember yeah. this thing that was said five fucking. We're seconds We're both liberal ago. and tarted. <laughs> I'm uh, lip tarred and feathered, dude. Lip tarred and feathered <laughs> is what started it. Hampton said lip tarred and feathered, and anyway, Aristotle, anyway. you're a genius. He almost said it under his breath. We were like, wait, what? I just wait, don't think uh, Aristotle doesn't get enough credit for the, all the behind the scenes magic he puts into this podcast. Oh, are you kidding me? Absolutely, he keeps us going. What? Okay. Let's have a moment of silence for Aristotle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Aww. Damn it, I ruined it. No, I, let's try again. <laughs> Live free or die fart. You know what I mean? I don't even know what it means to be liberal anymore. <laughs> Me neither. If this is the kind of humor we have, Are we that much better than Larry the Cable Guy? No, absolutely not. In no way, right? I mean, he I has also, a job. He's a cable guy. He's oh. <laughs> he's a respectable businessman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's can working you, class. Can you believe five specials, not one single joke about installing cable? I actually do <laughs> think that's weird. <laughs> that's fucking upsetting. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is... Nothing. Right, that he's the cable guy because he's working class, right? Yeah, I know how it all started, but yes. Oh, dude, the character on Bob and Tom, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it was? It was some morning radio thing, and yeah, Colin as a radio as character. the cable guy, the yeah. Cable guy. Right. And he had some views about Muslims even back then. Oh my God! <laughs> Wearing really? diapers on their heads. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, can you believe it? Uh, I think weird. what it means to be liberal is to be Bill Maher. He goes on like it's also really weird for uh, Larry the Cable Guy. He does go on like weird like little political tangents in some specials that are just like, does he? You don't need to do this. Ralphie Mae did that too, and I would always be like, why, man? Just stick with the thing you do or whatever. Well, <laughs> I give Ralphie Mae more credit because, according to him, at least he started out as a political act. Really, is what he says because he was like. The, the preconceived notion is like, well, he's going to do fat guy jokes, and I'm a fat right. guy and everything. So he really almost never did those jokes. Really? Yeah, like I think there's one special, he ends one joke that's kind of about like, 
you know, just the fact that he is bigger. So this is how like a rodeo would go for him. He'd like kill the horse immediately. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That is funny. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I never really dug him, but I always, you know, kind of respected at least that, you know, the guy who came in second place in, um, you know, last comic standing actually became the more famous guy. From that season, was he more? Who came in first? It was a dead fan. Oh, dead fan. Dead fan. That's right. So everybody took it as a huge issue, where they're like, "Well, dead fan sucks." Like, so everyone took it real personal, and they made Ralphie May way bigger. Yeah, I mean, he also was there. He'd been putting the work in. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I yeah. guess I always just lump him in in my mind with those blue collar guys. But now that you're saying this, Hampton, I'm really, I'm gonna take. I'm going to take a step back and really <laughs> <laughs> I think he took the easy road I think a lot of comics do when they t- decide to talk about political correctness where mm-hmm. they're like and I mean there was a fucking glut of comics who did jokes that were like it's like I can't even say midget anymore. Right. They say midget's like the N-word. It's like, and they do like some dumb joke about that and I've literally seen seven comics do like a version of this joke it's terrible every time it's funny i hadn't thought of that how that like really i hate that shit Mm -hmm. but it never occurred to me that it's like a play that you you could that's like a way to get fans that's so true you can just say (laughs) i that's never occurred to me before that you can literally just say like why can't i say the (laughs) n-word and then a bunch of people will be like exactly this is David Duke at a rally. Yeah, totally. It's like, this guy's good at comedy. This guy is funny. <laughs> this guy's funny. The N-word. Um, that's what yeah. I think is funny. I just feel like, yeah, like <laughs> it was like the dumb stance of every comic was all about how like political correctness is out of control. And like Jim Norton did a bunch of this sort of shit. It was all like, but it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I, I do... It's tough. It's it's funny that I'm about to say this, but I do there there are points, especially on Twitter, where I'm like, all right. <laughs> sure. Well relax. Twitter's a fucking pit. Yeah, it's a pit. Um <laughs> it's a and it's not even Yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying really, because every time someone I just always agree mm-hmm. when someone says, Hey, don't say that. Yeah. But so I can't think of an example, but there are a lot of times where I'm like, Yeah, but you're being like a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> A- yeah, it's my thing is like when when comics do these bits, and I think I actually have a bit about this um, that I recorded for my album, which is just like, do you not understand like people get to respond to you? Yes, it's exactly. Like, so it's just like you know, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but if I don't like it, I get to go, hey, shut the fuck up, shit. Exactly. Like you know, like that's what's so funny to me. There's people that say like it's free speech. They're trying to take our free speech away, and like no, literally them not liking what you said is free speech. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, that's the what's so great that's, about all of it. That speech, it's no longer a uh, monologue. Yeah, <laughs> it's now a dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but uh, Ralphie was bigger than that. Like he had, he I think really tried to write just a ton of material, which I really always give credit to. Which is like, man, you wrote like eight hours of material. Like that's pretty impressive. Like nah, nah, (laughs) nah. Fuck that and fuck him. But he actually he released one special that's just like him in Vegas. I guess they had cameras in the showroom, Mm -hmm. and it's like it's just him talking about like fucking. For an mm-hmm. hour, just like how you should fuck as a dude. Here's what you need to do. 
okay. It's always creepy when I've seen comics do acts like that also. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, here's a, here's what you do. I'm holding back because the guy is dead, and I don't want to <laughs> sully his name, but here's the reality. There's a special of his online that I hate so much, mm-hmm. and it is because it is... Man, you got to watch it. It's, I've seen them all. It's it, called Unruly. Yeah. Oh, okay. The yeah. first three minutes of Unruly, he doesn't say anything, <laughs> and he gets so many applause breaks. It's literally just like CNN, right? And everyone's like, fuck him. And it's like, it's so great. I, I, Dude, I, he's being unruly. Well, yeah. And I don't like it. You can't put those rules on him. <laughs> you got to. You gotta get correct if you're gonna be comedy for Dave. <laughs> come, come, come correct, dude. Yeah, I like all comedy specials shot at the Laugh Factory. That one was shot. God, I hate that special so much. That's, that's come correct, right? What? He has one called Come Correct? I believe that's the one shot at the Laugh Factory and he's wearing like a football jersey or some shit. I've never right? even heard of this. It's it's. Bad. I think unruly is the only one I know. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And that was like mm-hmm. the, I think the beginning of him doing this. Like you can't. Everyone's saying you gotta be PC now, dude. I really do hate that. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even call him a chicken fucker anymore. I wish I could have expressed better <laughs> earlier what I meant when I said sometimes the PC shit annoys no, no, me. I hear what you mean, but I also think there's context, which is what I love about say a podcast. It's like yeah. you really get the full like depth right. of this conversation. Stand up has some depth. Twitter, there is a complete lack of depth. Right. There is no context. And it's people oftentimes coming off like complete idiots. Right. Trying to be pseudo-intellectual inside of some sort of like 240 characters. Like, it, it, you know, uh, and it's always like the least hot take. It's like some regurgitated take on some news story. Like, Well, yeah, that's the thing. No one ever has all the details in that situation. I guess the thing, that, things that bother me are like, I always the way I feel about stand up is that like anything goes in the room. Mm-hmm. And so when someone says something on stage and someone in the room is bothered by that, I like I think that that is the most valid feeling you could possibly have. Yeah. And if someone says something hateful that makes someone feel bad sure. and and it like and anyone like it's Wants obvious that yeah, it would yeah. make someone feel bad. I guess what I'm saying is, if someone feels bad, that's valid always. And but also, if the some someone did it to offend people mm. and it offended people, really double fuck that comedian. <laughs> uh, what bothers me is when someone's at a show and and they say and they write online, this person said this, and then a bunch of people who weren't there are like, yeah, fuck them for these reasons, yeah, sure. like these heightened reasons, mm-hmm. and. I, Whenever that happens, I'm like, wait, hold on. You weren't there. Like, comedy is all about context. Yeah. And yeah, with the context removed, I guess I just get really frustrated with people who think they should have an opinion when they didn't have the context. But the problem is (laughs) that, like, there's depth to even that conversation, and you can't add any depth to any conversation on Twitter. Let's be really fully honest here. I don't think most people should be allowed to express opinions. Well, that's another... I actually agree <laughs> I with that. I know this is getting into dangerous fascist territory. <laughs> sure. But let's just say, of the people who are brave enough to get up on stage and talk in front of people, comics or whatever, you know, like, I don't even think a lot of them should have opinions. Then you get into the sub-faction of people who aren't even getting brave enough to express these ideas in front of people. Well, and yeah... and. W- I actually, it's so funny you say that. I feel this way, too. But the problem, like you said, is once you start going down that road, you can't make rules about that because it is fascist to stay. these people can't talk. Dude, kill them all. But, like, I think about <laughs> it all comedy. the time nowadays how, like, 
we are a nation of food critics now. Yeah, we have created yeah. a system in which you can just be a food critic. You Ruin can be a, a restaurant critic. Yeah. You can, yeah, without actually having any credentials. Yeah, you used to just not go back to that restaurant. The peak of this, dude, I, I can't believe I haven't told you this because you're going to fucking love this. And I'm so happy the first time I'm saying this publicly is on the podcast. <laughs> The thing that made me really realize this is true is that there are Yelp reviews for Auschwitz. <laughs> Shut up. I, I dude, Auschwitz you is a museum what? now. I came in with a lot of negative views, but dude, five stars. I can't I was blown away. Honestly, I you know, I just think that what happened here is great. <laughs> this is wonderful. Um no, dude, there are one star Yelp reviews for the Auschwitz Museum. There are five-star reviews for the... I feel like, first of all, Yelp, you should probably make it so some things can't that be reviewed. That is so funny. Uh, <laughs> if, if, like, you know, it, a whole experience, you're like, it was somber, we were crying, and it was very beautiful. But I gotta say, the woman who worked at the front desk <laughs> was... Such a bitch. Dude, I, mean, are... I don't think anyone's been that mean in an authority position <laughs> ever. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so f- <laughs> fuck you. That's so funny. Oh my god. Um, one of the reviews is a guy was like, it was like four stars. Uh, it's a really good museum, but like honestly, if you have to pick one, you should go to Birkenau. <laughs> it's like honestly, dude, I sh- I showed up and Magneto wasn't even here. <laughs> one of the like, reviews was the where's Magneto? One, one of the reviews was one star. <laughs> this was not nearly as depressing as I thought it would be. <laughs> I'm blown away. That is, yes. I mean, I've definitely like wrote some written. I should say written. I writ some stuff that was like you know. I think it's easy to complain a little bit about like how phones have ruined culture. That's mm-hmm. a, it's it's the same thing as being like is everyone's too PC. It's like, but I do feel like it is funny that it's like phones now are bankrupting like taxi cab drivers or landlords. Like because you're like I have a phone I'm a cab driver I I can uh, own an Airbnb I'm a landlord like hmm. and so all it does I is, do have a lot of sympathy for landlords it's true <laughs> <laughs> well all it's doing is deregulating everything right and what they're finding is that it's just fucking over the people who buy these apps or sorry or use these apps and it's just ruining unions right there's no America. oversight right yeah yeah so, so there's no Airbnb can fuck you and just like Lyft doesn't yeah. pay nearly as much as driving a cab pays. Right. But then like people um, get mad. I, I always think it's fine like to have a side hustle, of course, because that sure. was kind of why it was invented. But like when people are like, it's getting to the point I can't even like pay my bills with this app. And it's just like, well, one, it wasn't designed to do that. And two, you're you're already taking the money out of this dude who like worked yeah. 50 years to get a medallion right. to be a cab driver or some shit, you know, like it's like, and you've just made the industry worse for everybody. <laughs> so it's, it's really fucked up. Yeah, man. It's interesting. How do you, uh, what I was just thinking about is a little bit of a tangent, but like, how do you fix that problem? Because how I feel it going back to the PC thing, I think that everyone who is crying about PC needs to shut the fuck up. Sure. <laughs> um, but I also think that um, some of the people that are saying, that's, don't say that, are annoying and need mm-hmm. to stop. Uh, yeah. You're I don't right. Know. It is. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, 
Uh, You're right. Uh, this is like Trump when he's like, there's, there's both people, good people on both sides. Oh, well, okay. Let's clear, be clear I, real quick. <laughs> no, I'm comparing you to Trump. <laughs> let's be clear. I am Trump. They, I'm no, a little no, bit of a I, Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, like the Whopper Jr.? Yeah, but bigger. <laughs> I am literally surprised he didn't just name his son Whopper I'm like Jr. the Whopper Jr. Sr. <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude jr's my son my first job ever dude was it burger king it was and there was a dude who worked there who was uh learning disabled okay. and he fucking loved burger king okay. and so one of the best let him th- wear the crown dude one of my favorite things that i got to do in my life and this happened to me a bunch of times is the guy who i worked with at burger king he would just come into his shift and be like hey man did you hear Whopper Jr.'s back. <laughs> he fucking oh, nice. loved Burger King. And I would be like, hell yeah, dude, that's dope. And he's like, oh, man, I can't wait to make them. <laughs> it's like, dude. Can't wait to make them. Yeah, he, was, he would make them with me. We wow. made them together. Why do the fast food corporations make us wait for all their delightful delicacies? Why do I have to wait for them? Because the earth is flat. God, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Um, Listen to basketball players. The earth is flat. Hampton, you know, we haven't even talked about the suicide guy, and I actually need to take a break because I feel like I'm going to pass out from low blood sugar. Got it. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they say, because I'm going to get my way if I don't want to go. Dave, buddy. Yes? I got to say. You slammed that PB&J. Dude, I had a PB&J, and now I feel good. <laughs> you, you ate it like a duck, like at once. You ate it just so quick. Yeah, I just like let it slide down my throat. Picture it. I, uh, I just, <laughs> uh, well, I just tubed it. I just rolled it into a tube, and then I fucking mm-hmm. honk, you know what I mean? Honk. And I made that sound. Honk, 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 honk. And then uh, now I'm full. Well, white people want to be like ducks, and that's why we invented mayonnaise for our sandwiches. It's like a lube huh. for your throat. Wow. It gets the sandwich down quicker. Sure. More, more uh, goose and duck-like. Do white people want to be like ducks? Yes. I haven't heard this before. You never heard the story of the ugly duckling? The Ugly Duckling was a white person who, yeah. but they said they were a duck. Oh, man, I'm about to burp because of my sandwich. I ate my sandwich too fast, so I'm going to throw up everywhere. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of problems. Dude, it's pretty hard. Well, do you want to fucking do the premise of the show? <laughs> I guess. This you week- know just what to do when... Dave's a fucking bonus. Jew. Oh, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah it's a good bonus. <laughs> yeah. You got them Jews and me. I like to call them them Jews. <laughs> you know, so all my friends I'm feel bad. I'm just tired of being all politically correct. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You know what? Have another PB and J. More like PC and J. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. I'd like a PB and J because you make mine a PC and J. You look around <laughs> the cafe behind you. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, it's Adam and Eve, not PC and J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's Adam and Eve, not Ben and Jerry's, you fat ass. <laughs> it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and PC. 
<laughs> I like yours better. It's very good. Thank you, man. It's very funny. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Hi, right. I'm a Mac, and I'm a PC liberal. Fun <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, good times. I, uh, uh, so, Dave, who the fuck is this guy? His name is William Arthur Gibbs, mm. and okay, so he. Committed suicide on May 4th, 1877 in Sussex, England. And the reason I wanted to talk about him be- is because we're recording this on Suicide Prevention Day during Suicide Prevention Week, hmm. Suicide Prevention Month. And when he committed suicide, he was 12 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. I really, though, thought you were about to say Suicide Prevention Hour. Suicide Prevention <laughs> Minute. And Suicide Prevention Second It's Gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. You kind of mentioned this uh, before the pod, and uh, it's so tragic when it's so tragic. that young. Well, and I was... And here's the thing. I specifically... This is one of the child suicides that I found that had the least amount of information to be found on it. Hmm. Uh but the reason I'm specifically doing this one is, like one, the way that it happened is interesting. But two, I think if we're talking about... I was thinking, how could our suicide podcast, how could we talk even more in depth about suicide prevention and like the true tragedy of it and how to possibly stop it? Um, and it is kids, because it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing that happens that you don't really hear about a lot, but there are a lot of stories... The problem is I really don't feel comfortable telling the story of a child who committed suicide recently, and there are a lot of stories online of that. I mean, I'm going to take a wild stab. 1877, online bullying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Um, Damn. Yeah, they made a Twitter account called... I know, I know. At William Giggs Wears Short Pants. You and read, then you read these he played stickball till he died. <laughs> <laughs> you read these stories recently, you know, where children, and it's getting, dude, it's getting younger and younger these days. But um, suicide rates are up. Also, per capita, it generally uh, does come down to some sort of bullying, usually recently. There's a lot of bullying. So dude, the- this is a bullying story, but this is a really, really interesting bullying story. And this is like, okay, so here's what happened. He, um, <laughs> the, 12-year-old kid, he was at boarding school at Christ's Hospital School in Sussex, England. Is this a hospital or a school? Make some sense. For some reason, the name... (laughs) Hey, BB and J-Head. I don't know why. I don't Um, know why that's my new thing. um, It was just called Christ's Hospital School. I tried to figure out what that means. Okay. uh, Police Department Airport. It's uh, somehow not either... It's not a hospital, and it's also not Christ. <laughs> Weird. Um, it's also called the Blue Coat School, okay. and the people who go to the school are, are referred to as Blue Coats, or at least they talk about each other that way. Hmm. So <clears throat> the kid was in what is basically solitary confinement at the school. Oh like, it God, wasn't really? solitary confinement because he wasn't, like, in a stone room and being starved, but sure. he was being put in to, like... He was yeah. in a room alone. Oh, my God, though. That's awful. Um, because for the second time since he started going to school there, he tried to run away. Um, and the first time he tried to run away, he got a flogging. Jesus. And 
he was so he's he knew what the flogging was and he didn't want another flogging and he knew the reason he was in that room alone was that he was awaiting his flogging that would come the next day so he hanged himself oh my god yeah and there's no so what's interesting is that there's really not much to be found about him specifically because he didn't have a journal or a diary, at least that was recorded, hmm. and he was 12. So Just a he series of like, Yelp reviews he left. But there was a person who, um, like his, there was a big inquiry into what happened with this kid because it was a 12-year-old who had killed himself, and they yeah. were like, what's going on at this school? Huh. Um, and when the story came out, there was a guy, a man, who was 40 um, at the time. He wrote a letter to oh what's the name what's the name of the paper uh to the london times and it was published in the london times and he divulged what it was like to go to school he'd gone there he'd gone to the christ hospital school so there were there were a few things that made it especially weird um christ hospital school in sussex is like pretty removed from the rest of sussex is actually like its own town kind of okay. and the only thing there. Whoa. So like the the people who work at the school don't live there and the kids do. Really? Yeah. So the staff doesn't live there also? Yeah. I mean some staff lives there, but there's like no cult there so what I'm saying is there's no escape. It's just like its own thing. Your parents have sent you away to boarding school. Yeah. And sure, there are people that live in there to like, they're called monitors to like RAs kind of that are also. Sure. Um, I saw Harry live Potter. In the building. I know how it works. Right. Okay. Um, my parents used to always threaten me with boarding school, like military school. My dad went to boarding school. So oh, yeah. yeah, me too. And yeah. uh, you'd always get threatened with it. Not always, but it happened a time or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it happened to you a lot. Yeah, it was just the constant threat. Whoa, really? Just get your shit together. Damn. My dad would make weird, elaborate threats at points where he was like, uh, I'll, I'll find a way to send you to prison. Like, he went, like, I'm like, how? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, well, if you just keep fucking up so bad. Like, wow. Well, who do you know? What are you talking <laughs> like, what about? What are you talking about? You're going to go, I'm going to go to prison, Dad? And then he'd be like, well, boarding school. Or like, you know, he'd just like backtrack it suddenly. Yeah, like, military what? school. <laughs> military prison. Military. <laughs> You're going to go to military prison. I don't know. Wow. You're going to go to prison fire. I'm going to put you in a fire inside a prison. It's, it's like, I get it. You can really only threaten a kid so many times and yeah. then you have to switch it up and then you're just saying gibberish almost to them. <laughs> I'm going to put your face in the sun. <laughs> You're like, oh, all right. I get it. You're mad. Uh, yeah, right. You're mad. Totally. Um, so, yeah, I don't know really know where to begin with this school. The, the school, apparently, it was like, first of all, it was dirty. It was like not really well-kempt. Oh. Um, and and the food was also bad. So it was like unsanitary and the food wasn't that good. And also the food wasn't enough. It's like Shawshank. That sucks. Yeah, totally. And apparently, and what's funny is the guy, even in his letter, says um, you cannot beat the education at this school. It's an incredible education. It's like uh, the best. You can beat the children. Yeah. But you cannot beat the education. <laughs> <laughs> you can try it's not legal you can try to hit the concept of learning <laughs> you can try and molest the concept of learning but god knows but you might as well just try the children uh this is learning abuse 
Um, wow, that's so funny. So they, dude. they apparently they purposely created shitty conditions at this school in order to like make the students more driven. Oh my god, like a cult. Yeah, like let's break them down, feed them exactly. low protein, you know, like food. So they focus on their work. Nutrition. Yeah, yeah, totally. So they down. find solace in their work or whatever. I don't. That really way, know. they also don't have that excess energy. You know, like, right, it, right. That was a big philosophy with kids. Is like, well, if you give them like you know too much food, they'll have too much energy. Right. Can't give them sweets also. That's logical. But like <laughs> just even feeding them, it's like a weird way to make kids like really tired. Man, that's so... Yeah, here's a direct quote. The food, though good of its kind, was and still is utterly <laughs> insufficient in quantity. The treatment was such as to make everybody detest the school and the, pu- the punishments were simply brutal in their severity and often were meted out with scanty justice. Um, huh. Yeah, they Dang. purposely wanted them to hate it. Wow, this is like such a like a prison for yeah. children. Yes, um, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, the environment itself. So the environment itself is disgusting and awful to just be in, uh, and there's nothing around. And that's why I said like <laughs> yeah. I just read a very little thing about how um, there were no uh, there was no housing for the teachers in the area. Mm. And so I just imagine it, that isolation adding to it as well. So then on top of that, if you do something wrong, there are two different types of punishment, basically. The first is caning, and the second is flogging. Caning is hitting you with, like, a wooden rod. Not that hard. Well, hard, but not that hard. Um, <laughs> compared to what the fuck flogging is. Um and uh, yeah, what's, isn't flogging just with like a baton, like yeah. just fucking beating you up? Yeah, totally. Like, doesn't that just kill people? <laughs> doesn't that like just cause internal damage? And yeah, so it's oh, like. Oh wait, a, are those the reeds for their whipping? I don't know. I'm. We're looking at a photo of. If you Google Christ's Hospital, you'll find a link on thebrickwallclub.co.uk, and you can see the photo that we're looking at on there. It's a picture of two different types of floggers made of reeds, but the problem is that the way that this guy talked about the floggings, I don't think that those are correct, because it seemed like they're like frayed at the ends. They look sort of like stiff brooms, and the way that he talked about it, it was much more rigid than that. I mean, also, if you really were like um, hitting a person's bare back with that you would just scar up their back completely like you would rip it to shreds if you did that well okay so maybe really because i guess yeah that reed type shit oh really okay well then that must be what it cuts is. you up yeah so well uh, caning like i said is the lesser of the punishments and that's yeah. like that's when a nun like in like movies and shit wraps you on the knuckles sure when you like say a curse word they're like hey and they just hit you but he even uh, apparently whereas most schools they cane you twice they just like wrap you twice mm-hmm. it's six times at wow. this school um to the point where kids would draw blood sometimes just from that just getting hit on the arm with Jesus, this thing dude. but flogging the way that flogging worked is this school's just waiting for a twisted sister concert <laughs> <laughs> i wanna rock <laughs> <laughs> Stop uh, beating me up. <laughs> so, um, apparently, this guy who wrote the letter watched a kid get flogged once, mm. and it was his roommate. Um, so, the way that they would do it is it was 15 flogs all in a row in the same spot. You got to listen um, to Flogging Molly while doing it. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
I finally got one. <laughs> I got one on the podcast. Um, 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 shit, dude. This and then is if just... it was a worse enough offense, then they would the, the switch to chair. a new a new flogger that isn't because they break Whoa. that you like from hitting people switch to a new flogger and then hit them 15 more times Whoa. in the same place yeah so apparently he said that this kid got flogged and what what it what the kid had done is that he had um like an older kid and a bigger kid was like hey steal steal some sugar cubes for me okay. uh and the kid stole the sugar cubes and then the bigger kid ate, kid ate them and then the smaller kid got ratted out, and then he got flogged for it, and they didn't punish the bigger kid at all, which sounds like some also some psychological torture. Uh, yeah, and they flogged him 30 times for this. And the kid was just laying in bed in pain oh and God. just like r- reached over to his roommate and was like, will you help me? And uh, so his roommate rolled him over and had to like pull his shirt off, and the shirt was stuck to his back from blood. Oh, my God. And then apparently he sat there all night pulling little shards of wood out of the kid's back from all the flogging. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And, um, damn school's out (laughs) for summer. So this is nothing, dude. That is, I mean, this is just like a horrific, like systematic abuse. I guess. Totally. Children. Totally. So that's the environment that this kid, William Arthur Gibbs lives in. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why he tried to run away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's the matter there? You don't yeah, like your you lunchables? <laughs> you, uh, you're not doing so good in PE? Yeah. Um, wow, so this is this is different, though, when we, we see now, because it's like, I mean, my God, the you know, situation is so completely different, where it's like, teachers really have to be like almost like your therapist, like to the class. Oh, it's the exact opposite. And now it's yeah. the students are making each other go insane. Yeah. And there's no unity. It's just like, I'm going to be a shark and I'm going to destroy everyone's feelings around me. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess. Well, the other thing that, that apparently, so the kid... Something that he apparently dealt with a lot was bullying. Like, this is recorded as suicide as a result of bullying, but it was bullying from his monitor, his RA, basically. So it's not like most other cases of bullying that you hear about. Sure. Uh, It was an adult bullying him. And I wonder if that was just him or if they did that to all the kids or most of the kids or something like that. I mean, it sounds like a pretty negative environment. Yeah. And also... Who knows? I can only speculate that there were there was probably some bullying amongst the kids too. How could there not be? It's what they know. Or maybe they all banded together and were like, "Fuck them." I don't know. Wow. So he uh, he hung himself. He hanged himself. Yeah. Oh, wow. He um he tried to run away once. He came back. They flogged the shit out of him. I don't know how bad the flogging was, but if you get flogged for stealing sugar cubes thirty times, wow. I can't even imagine how much it is if you try to run away. Um. Slap on the wrist, dude. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. You just get a new room, dude. Um, and so then he tried to run away again. He was caught. He knew his flogging was coming. They had put him in a solitary room. Mm-hmm. And he hanged himself. God, I wonder what like <clears throat> suicide rates are for like military school or for like boarding school in general. Like yeah. there has to be some sort of impact still in that 
period of your life where you really do kind of look to your parents for some sort of security. Yeah. They're just not around. Yeah. You see them more and more sparingly. That must like psychologically be very fucking tough. Totally, man. Yeah, to just not What's interesting is no like security. we now know like yeah. your relationship with your parents whether it was intentional on their part or not uh shapes your entire life. How that relationship was in an early life. And uh and so if you think about that and then think about like needing that rock. Yeah, there's no way that they being can, gone. They can't call anybody. Yeah. There's no phones. You know, it's you can't just, like, just text your dad. Yeah, you're you're like getting beat at a school. Yeah. And you're seeing your friend get like, you know, horrifically beat up. So I don't know. Like it's definitely not like, you know, a logical decision, but um I don't know. Like you really can't like put too much pressure on um kids you know they'll break right. they'll break pretty easy you know yeah i mean honestly it's crazy to me that there are not more recorded instances of kids flipping out at this school uh it could be a british thing uh, stiff upper lip yeah all that like it's all uh, about like just never mention your problems right like especially at that period of like britain and everything like it really would be like stiff upper lip never talk about your problems this school is still around. <laughs> oh, my God. Bury the lead. And it is a public school. I'm sending my kid there now. Me too. I'm sending my dog there. This is... Uh, that I didn't realize. I just, like, looked over, and I was like, oh, shit. Christ's Hospital. Christ. To be fair, that would be, That's like... That's a daunting-ass name. Yeah, like, wouldn't that be, like, the fastest hospital in the world? It's like him just like, got you, got you, got you, got you. Everybody out. Got you, got you, got you. Well, yeah, it could mean that. Or their one patient fucking died, man. <laughs> and he was supposed to be okay, but we, he's not, man. <laughs> he didn't come back, dude. <clears throat> Did you uh, get, uh, I think we've talked a little bit about it, but like bullied in school? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Say what? What did you? Uh, yeah, in in uh different increments, I would say. What do you mean? One was violent, and then the other was more just like general harassment. Most of mine was not violent. Yeah, it was like harassment. Oh, am like I boring intimidation. you, Dave? <laughs> yeah, wow. You were bullied. What a fucking snooze fest. <laughs> I was bullied. I'm Hampton. <laughs> Um, yeah, I yawned I, is why he said that. I never really learned how to stand up for myself. Me neither. Just really uh, shell shocked the whole time, dude. That's the thing. I, I just know. Take it. I. It's funny. It was. I was in adulthood the first time I heard someone say like, "Yeah, so I punched him," and I was like, "Oh my god, I could have punched him." <laughs> <laughs> we probably would have done equally good in that fight. <laughs> yeah, we were both children. Yeah, that's the funny thing is one guy who harassed me like I was taller than him, like. Yeah. Probably. And I did say, like, I was like, um, uh, I was like, I'm gonna, like, fuck him up, you know, if this keeps going. And then he was like, my brother's in a gang and he'll kill you. What? Wow. And I just believed him. That's a smart bully. It's a smart bully, That's right? a guy who knows how to bully you at all costs. <laughs> yeah, and I asked my friend, I was like, that's not true, right? And he was like, I think his brother is in a gang. And I was like... God damn it. Jesus. Like, like, why did this have to get so fucking leveled up? What a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's horrifying. Yeah. Did you do any bullying? Yeah, I think uh, I kind of uh, emotionally harassed this kid who would just eat his boogers all the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I felt like a real rock in a hard place there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I at that school, I was definitely more known to be like funny and constantly making jokes and everything. And it was like this kid who was just eating boogers in front of everybody and it was like and just, what am i not gonna say you just something made fun of him for it yeah yeah i would just be like what the fuck is your problem dude you know like just not even like clever just yeah. like i'm getting him and like years later i felt pretty bad about it um but again i really am like you got to teach your children to not just eat boogers in broad daylight right. in front of kids you know like i i want to protect everyone but like that's pretty. Uh, yeah, that's a big one. That's it's kind of on you. <laughs> yeah. And if the worst you're going to get is people going, "That's that, weird." Don't eat your boogers. Don't yeah. eat your boogers. Yeah. Like no one was beating him up. He never got beat up. I don't think. It, you that's know. good. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how, like, I, for the longest time, I identified because I was bullied a bunch, and uh, and I've always, I don't know, I, you know, low self esteem my whole life. I shut saw, up, I, maggot. I okay. <laughs> Talk, maggot. Okay. <laughs> I'm a maggot and... <laughs> and I've got little tap shoes. <laughs> I'm a maggot and I'm here to say... <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I, I think of myself, like, for the longest time, I, I like, identified, I'm like, I'm the bullied one. Mm -hmm. But then if you look back, mm -hmm. everyone... It's I all different like, levels for sure. Exactly. Yeah, that's and what I, I was saying. I, yeah. I I was more definitely more bullied than bully, but I definitely have a couple times where I'm like, fuck, dude, that sucks that I did that. And, and the funny thing um, is it's like I was say uh not violent when I was not violently bullied, but it was just like harassment. Yeah. That was like just for no reason. Yeah. Like it was literally like I showed up at a new school and was like, My name's Hampton, and everyone was like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, they just would like throw water on me and like just Whoa. harass me and shit. And I was like, Wow, I, I literally did nothing. Wow. Whoa, uh, man. The school just hates me. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so that's the thing. But I see I see how it's kind of like I don't really care. I get that because I was that shithead, not throwing water on people, but I was definitely just harassing someone who really didn't deserve it on yeah. any level, you know? Um, and I wish I, you know, it, I wish I could make more amends on it in life. What do you mean? Like you could get a hold of that guy? I wish I could like reverse time and just sure. do it better. I mean, because I think if I were to try and find him now and be like, remember how you used to eat boogers all the time? And like, Right, he might be thrown into some sort of weird PTSD, like totally. Yeah, spiral. sometimes. Yeah, so you just did something, and you just have to fucking. Like, I'm sure with he's that. a banker now or some shit. Yeah, I'm a booger banker. He was smart. He was smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to do a dumb joke about the booger bandit. Which really? was that? Um, I worked at Pizza Hut. I think I've done this on the podcast, but like. One day, my boss at Pizza Hut just called everybody into work, like, meeting, meeting. And he's like, 
whoever keeps putting boogers all over the bathroom mirror, I will find you. <laughs> he just was like, like what? Like, he's he's going to catch the booger bandit. <laughs> oh my God. He just God. made some weird like Tommy Lee Jones type of like, I will find you. I will check every farmhouse, hen house, waffle house. <laughs> And like what? my joke was like I we all knew who did it. It was clearly the guy who brought a briefcase to work every day. We worked at Pizza Hut. Well, because the briefcase was full of boogers. There's just no reason he should have a, a briefcase. We worked at Pizza Hut. He was a driver, but he brought a briefcase every day. He was like weird. <laughs> so it had to be that guy. If Look, you're man. if you're asking me to Columbo this this mystery, <laughs> yeah, and I am. <laughs> I'm going to say the guy who brought a briefcase <laughs> to his delivery boy driver. Job. I think it was you, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Both my fingers are up my nose. No. Lightning cracks in the You've background. You've been caught red nosed. Uh, Jacques. <laughs> we just duel. <laughs> we both die. Podcast over. At least it wasn't suicide. <laughs> um,. Right, yeah. It's there are a lot of cases of kids who get really, really bullied, killing themselves. Yeah, I um, can't believe it, man. That like you'll still see like stories where kids are killing themselves because like they're gay. Yeah, a lot of the stories I that I read today, and I mean there are. I mean it's like happening right now in 2018. You might like the year of our Lord live in I think more places are progressive and there are more schools that are like teaching kids to be accepting of that stuff but hmm. that stuff I refer to being gay as that stuff <laughs> and all that jazz and that's all what that I say. jazz all that jazz that's the medical term you know I'm sick of all these PC <laughs> fucks telling me I can't call gay people jazz <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so many kids are bullied, and it's it's. Uh, high school is when I wanted to die the most. Um, hmm. I would, yeah, I would imagine it a lot. Um, I would think about like how I would do it. I never like went like hatched a plan and went through with it, but I thought about it a lot, and I I really, I really remember feeling uh, completely alone because there was, you know, it's funny if I look back. I think this is another interesting thing like that people maybe don't know about bullying is like it just depends on who you are because if I look back objectively it was really just one group of people and other than that one group in high school I basically got along with everyone and people yeah. liked me and they were nice to me Absolutely. but but that like small group of people and really it was only a couple of them would just like they made me feel really unsafe all the time. Yeah. And uh, I was terrified. And so it felt like everything, the whole world was falling apart. And one of the reasons I told this story is that like, I would then go home and, um, and my dad lived there and, you know, um, good point. Yeah. Like <laughs> my dad, my dad was not great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he would... The reason I'm having trouble talking about this right now is that I haven't... It's something that I haven't entirely dealt with that I'm kind of dealing with right now. But he... Uh, he Like, he could get angry at any moment mm. 
at anything that I did and so say that it was disrespectful. Yeah. And you didn't uh, feel safe at home either. Right. And there's it goes much deeper than that. And there were some really bad days as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think I think that the thing to say about bullying and suicide and young kids killing themselves is like think about I don't know if you're with a child and if you have the opportunity to listen to them maybe try to do that <laughs> yeah for real I don't think I think that kids run around and they just like do what they do and a lot of time yeah. like they're they're very they seem very happy but you yeah they probably yeah. don't get a lot of people listening to them I I want to yeah talk a little bit more about that it, 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 because I feel like um yeah, maybe a keynote from the story that we're taking is just like the me- the mental security of a child is they have to just f- and and I say child really well up until about eighteen like, yeah for the most part I mean some kids are f- more developed faster than others you know mentally or whatever but like you're still in that area where you need some sort of sense of protection otherwise you're just gonna lose hope and go down a really dark uh, path uh, usually of self hurt. But the thing I wanted to mention is, like, it's so funny, like, all these mass shootings were happening, and then, like, Republicans started this whole program that was, like, instead of walking out of schools because of all these mass shootings, walk up. Walk up to the kid who's getting bullied. Make a friend. Like, their whole idea was just, like, here's how we stop mass shootings. We're going to stop picking on nerds. <laughs> right. And it's, like, way off, dude. Way Not even the same fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> these, aren't, these aren't, like, the kids who are bullied and shit. Uh, by all respects, a lot of people say, actually, like, the Columbine kids were fairly well-liked at their schools. <laughs> really? Yeah, people just have a really hard time accepting that the average normal person might want to just blow a bunch of people away. Right. You know? Maybe they don't need to be bullied every day or some shit. Right. Like, whatever your fantasy is. The reality is that, you know, like, kids are pretty fragile. And, like, for the most part, if they're getting bullied, they actually have way less self-esteem. And they'll take it out on themselves. Right. You know? Yeah, you know, it's it, when Columbine happened, I was in high school. And uh, I, basically, every day of high school, starting in 11th grade, I at least had a chain on my wallet. No. But I, I was like fucking punk, dude. dude. Super punk, that. dude. Um, I was like always dyeing my hair, and I wore like big I'd shorts. I'd love to steal that teenager's wallet with all that money <laughs> yeah. that's probably in there. But oh damn, there's a chain, dude. I had like super. Honestly, I cannot tell you, dude, how big my shorts were. <laughs> there were some big ass shorts, dude. Did you ever get dude. into Jankos? Yes, you seem a just little bit. shy of Jankos. Oh no, I had some Jankos. It never really, I could never really do it right, so I didn't really do Jankos. Fucking god! Oh, you know why I didn't do Jankos is because cool right enough. when they were gotten, they got popular. I became punk, and that shit sucks to punk kids. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when I became punk. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I was like really punk. So yeah, I didn't do that stupid shit. <laughs> um, I wanted Jankos and Heelys. So wow, just, you were super. Wouldn't cool. that be cool? You're making fun of a guy who eats boogers. You're, you're fucking. Like, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> you got Heelys and Jinkos uh, on. <laughs> you think you're better than somebody who eats boogers? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I don't. It's all relative. You're right. <laughs> you got me pretty good. <laughs> it is, I just love it. You're like relative. this loser. 
And, uh, <laughs> I'm saying that's my dream is Jenkins and Heelys. Oh. I didn't do it. Okay, okay, well then Okay, well then that's worse. Yeah, than that's boogers. my dream. Yeah. This is like, like it's still your dream. Yeah, this is like <laughs> if I dreamed about eating boogers. <laughs> um I wasn't as brave. I just So yeah, Columbine happened when I was in Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Um and something that's really interesting that they like my school, what they took from Columbine was just what you said. The weird kids are the problem. Yeah. So like there was a kid that wore a trench coat all the time and he like everyone started like wondering if he was in sure. trench coat mafia. Yeah, yeah. And he ended up I actually don't know what happened. He was ba- not in that school at some point. Holy shit. And then I had a chain wallet all the time and I asked him to leave. my uh, junior year of high school. Uh, or maybe it was my senior year because I had worn the chain wallet a lot. Columbine happened, and then I just started getting detention every day because I was wearing a chain wallet. They and would I, give it to you for the same reason, which was the because chain. I wouldn't take it off. Uh, because I <laughs> you kept, are punk, dude. I was a <laughs> rebel. I mean, yeah, that's the first thing. Looking back, it's like, come on, dude, just take the fucking thing off. I mean, their rule is stupid. It, the funny thing is that, like, I never got in a fight ever. I was never, I never cut school. Gotcha. I never got in trouble. I had straight A's. In your logic, you were totally the. And I would say yeah, that to them. I would be like, Do you think I'm going to use it as a weapon? I'm right. not going to use it as a weapon. Yeah. I don't do anything wrong. I'm just trying to distort society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, my point there is like, luckily, that was a thing that for some reason didn't sink in with me. But if I had been bullied harder and I was going home to a home, like a house that like really didn't feel stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And these like teachers are just telling me like, fuck you yeah. every day, basically. Just I don't know. These are all things to think. about. I think I would take it out on myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Uh, and I think that is the common. Right. If you think you're yeah. a piece of shit. You think other people are better than you. Yeah, I don't um, think you're like. Yeah, it's like where, like, if everyone's calling you a piece of shit and an idiot all the time, it's like, what you think you got a bunch of ego where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna blow all these people away. Like, that's a pretty confident dude. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it do, that. Let's not say that that doesn't happen though. Too that also does happen. Maybe. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But it's all. I mean, it's all mental illness in some way. Sure. Yeah, I mean, but there's there's wide swaths, and I'd say like, you know, like say um, depression. I, I guess yeah. What we're really trying to draw attention to is you know how easy it is for a child to slip into depression because they're very fragile, and especially in that time period of your life. And also, I would say I'm trying to just draw a line of there is like some distinction of like the kind of violent sociopathic kind of. Uh, mentality that you see yeah. it's usually not off of like they can have depression but it's not usually because they're right. so oppressed you know like well also i mean think about whenever you're with kids i mean really anyone i guess but like especially when people people are that fragile uh think about the fact that they're a kid i think like all of this punishment for example mm-hmm. my therapist actually said to me really recently uh, we were talking about my childhood and uh, and, oh well, and like another person in my family, and um, she just said she was like, yeah, if a kid is ever acting out, it's in reaction to his environment. Absolutely, and that's a really thing that's interesting to think. Like, <laughs> so like, not only is it important to remember to like create an environment in which kids are not bullied, kids are not like 
more than anything, made to feel like they're the ones destroying the universe. Like, they should not have to tiptoe around us. We should fucking tiptoe around them. But also, at the exact same time, the bully is acting that way for a reason, too. Yeah. Uh, And, like, I'm not saying, fuck yeah, dude, I love bullies. But, but like, I think that I wish that we could stop, we could change the conversation in some way uh, into not, like, Okay, so he bullied you? Well, fuck him then. Uh, yeah. Then that's also a little intense when you're talking about kids. Yeah, I'd look um, into the parenting for sure. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Uh, if you can at all contribute to um, a kid just sort of feeling like a person, <laughs> just do it. I think at any Having moment that you possibly life, can. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's not like you, you gotta, don't know what that you know, kid's deal is. It's not like you gotta fuck these kids. You just gotta, you know. You actually shouldn't. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, wait. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. No, it's an easy mistake to make. Well, Dave, I really enjoyed this episode, man. Thanks, man. That was really good. Uh, you got any dates you want to plug? Or we anything? recorded this live from Christ's Hospital <laughs> in Sussex, England. Um, yeah, sadly, I had to cancel my date in Berkeley. Whoa, lip guard. Yep. <laughs> you can't even handle the Ann Coulter experience. <laughs> Uh, but I'm still going to be in Phoenix October 6th. I'm going to be in uh, Gainesville at the end of October, in Denton at the beginning of November, and I'm going to have some more dates around that soon, too. Tight. That's awesome. Yeah. Guys, check out uh, the Patreon uh, episodes if you want. Uh, it's patreon.com slash suicide buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Got some fun stuff up there. Uh, this has been a fun one, dude. Yeah, dude. That was great. I'll see you next week. Take bah, care, bah. guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. Remember, we tell jokes about suicide and suicidal thoughts on this show because we've been there and that's how we deal with it, not because we literally think someone killing themselves is funny. We do not. We do not think that. We want everyone to stay here with us on Earth. So if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts, contemplating suicide, please reach out to people. You are loved in this world. You can always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. They're a great resource. They know what you're going through, and they will hear you. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you next time. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.